to Pulp Friction. It's a show about what divides us. My name is Rocky. Caden's name is Caden. Uh, River's name is River. Hey. And and uh, first of all, it is still October. It's still Halloween month. We're gonna mm. have another another uh, Halloween themed episode on the way before the month is up. This is just something that um, I, I learned some information just uh, in research I was doing for work uh, like last week or the week before that made me think now is the time to talk about heat waves by glass animals. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so um, the thing with this song, and I'll, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of backstory first, but what I learned uh, pretty recently, and I don't think anyone's really talking about it, is that Unless something crazy happens, uh, then by the time this episode comes out, heat waves will be tied for the uh, record for the longest, for the most weeks a song has spent on the Billboard Hot 100 ever. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, <laughs> we had to like look it up to confirm because I was like, what's going on here? The record is currently held by Blinding Lights by the weekend, which yeah. uh, has ninety weeks. Heat waves also is unbelievable. At, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a relatively new song. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah, Heat Waves is at eighty nine weeks, and it's currently at the chart that uh, most recent as we're recording. It's at number nineteen, so <laughs> it's highly unlikely that it will not easily pass ninety weeks. Yeah, it's. <laughs> we got we got to get another Drew SMP fanfic in here, stat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Songs like so many fanfic. It's a different song. Drew SMP fandom pulled through. Please, I, I will write it myself. I literally, I will write and it with I my hand. Like careless whisper. Yeah. As like, a song. <laughs> and we'll get it on the billboard. And, top. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's my goal. So. To start us off, uh, what are y'all's histories with glass animals and or the song Heat Waves? Oh, God. My cat is currently... He's killing. Killing. Um, anyways. Yeah, you go first. No. Uh, okay. I found Heat Waves through the, like, animation memes out of YouTube. Uh, not I mean, Heat Waves. Glass animals in general. Um, yeah, it was it was just, like, the classics, like Pork Soda, uh, The Other Side of Paradise. I don't listen to them that much outside of that i've like listened to most of their albums like once through and then be like oh cool um but i listen to like the the the, the top bangers pretty frequently uh he waves on the other hand i was in the trenches of the dream smp fandom when that came out um mm-hmm. it was all over my tiktok for you page and my twitter um reddit to see what the hype was about it's not very good like it's, it's nothing special it really isn't um which is why i'm so baffled that it blew up like that um but yeah i am intimately aware with that because i like to study dream under a microscope sure um, yeah what yeah, about you i'm kind of the reverse i think i discovered glass animals in like middle school through my friend who like is like someone who has an actual good taste in music and they're probably one of my favorite artists to be honest yeah um i'm a weird music listener so i can't tell you i know all of their music (laughs) i'd probably know like one of their albums and like half of their newest one um i was literally just telling caden i think if 
I didn't know Heat Waves as like the Dream SMP song, I probably would enjoy it a little more. Yeah. But it's there's like a level of irony now where I'm like, can I listen to this song? Yeah, every time it comes on, it's kind of a it's a battle. It's kind of whiplash. Yeah. I don't know Yeah. Yeah, I don't know a lot about the Dream SMP except that Caden has told me things. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I watch I watch some videos sometimes and Silas Enjoyer. Yeah. Um, but I, I have, I did not read the fan fiction. I have only learned like secondhand knowledge about. The I whole did only thing. read like I didn't. I didn't read. I read more than half. I read like two thirds of it because the creator did go on a hiatus. How and long is it? It's like twelve chapters, and then oh. there's a sequel. There's, uh, a, there's a sequel. Yeah. Oh, um, but was, oh. the the creator went on hiatus, so I stopped reading then, and then just didn't care to pick it back up because again, mm. it's not that good. I uh, I'm not unfamiliar with the concept of mediocre fan fictions becoming like the fan fiction. Of yeah. The well, you were a Twenty Pilots fan and a Voltron. Fan. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Voltron had like a couple ones that yeah. I was like, I've never read this. I don't think it's good. Yeah. He waves is like historical though. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think you two are uh, an interesting pair of guests for this because uh, we have a, a Glass Animals fan and someone who is uh, affiliated with, with, Affili- with affiliated the is the good word <laughs> with the dream uh, SMP, um, and I think a lot of people are who who know this song who've obviously heard this song on the radio and in a lot of other places are maybe not familiar with the dream connection, which we'll uh, <laughs> explore more intimately. Uh, later on, yeah. Only anymore. Cause the fuck right in time for his face reveal. His... Let's just say that. Yeah. Get that out yeah, of the let's, way. Let's touch on that briefly. Um, <laughs> it could be a whole I other really, episode. I really thought he was just never gonna do it. Yeah. And, like it doesn't make sense to me that that like knowing like you know say, say what you will about him. I think he knows that he's even if he thinks he's attractive, he he knows that he's some guy and. For him to like build up and do all these fake face reveals and talk about it for years and then just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I literally, I think right as I finished the video, I literally like thought to myself, I would bet like a hundred dollars that he says tomorrow that he hired an actor yeah and that this was a social experiment and everyone sucks for making fun of him the, like, i genuinely expected that the day after i was laying in bed given it was like 2 a.m and i was like <laughs> i was really really tired um but the day after when i guess i think george posted a video like with him in it I like I, I my brain couldn't process it because I was like he doesn't look like a real person yeah uh, and I was like really yeah. sc- I, I like kind of scared myself like because <laughs> yeah. I was looking at like George who I've like n- like seen move around and like recognize as a real human being like standing next to him and I was like this feels like the metaverse like this, this doesn't feel right um, yeah. but he's a real guy which is awesome. yeah yeah so. To, to to touch on the initial history of Glass Animals, yeah. and we'll uh, get get up to the song, and then we'll talk about the song, and then sort of some some ideas of how it got so big. Right. Um, Glass Animals is an English indie rock band that released their first EP in 2012. I actually didn't know they were British until I started writing uh, these notes. Oh, you did? <laughs> Not gonna lie, I think I didn't know they were British until just now. So I, I knew fun. they were British. <laughs> I probably could have I knew. I knew the Heat Waves video was filmed in London, but 
that they don't sound very British to me. They don't. No, they like, really don't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, when I found out, it was a shock, but I think I knew it if from not, passing. Yeah. It's because I don't. I only hear them. Because I, I did. I've never I heard interviews. Yeah, I did a Google deep dive to figure out if they were gay and read the aren't Wikipedia they, in the process. Aren't two of them? Didn't two of them they recently are. come out yeah, as like a relationship. Engaged. Yeah. 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 Which is like, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. I think when I announced that, when they announced that, I shared it in one of my Discord servers, and it, with the caption, "Gay animals." Gay animals. Gay. Literally, gay animals. Gay animals. Amen. Amen. So the four members of Glass Animals met in middle school, but started performing together at twenty-one. So they were just hanging out until then. Their first EP, Leaflings, was released on the indie label Kaya Kaya. And while touring for that record, they were discovered by Paul Epworth, who is most known for his work with Adele, also uh, produced for Block Party and Florence and the Machine. And he signed them to his label, Wolf Tone, in 2013. They released another EP in 2013, which included a collaboration with Gene Doe and gained some online traction with the single Black Mambo. Uh, that momentum allowed them to open for acts like St. Vincent and Yesayer that year and the next year, and then they performed at South by Southwest in 2014. The same year, they released their debut album, Zaba. The album hit number 12 in Australia. They, they like, for some reason, got very big in Australia right out of yeah, the gate. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. There's, why, they're, they're still bigger in Australia than anywhere else, but they. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Came out strong there. I see it. Yeah, no, yeah, it, like, like, makes it makes sense. sense. It's just like, wow. I honestly would believe you, uh, like, like if I, again, if I didn't know that they were British, like, yeah, off the top of my head, I would believe if you said they were Australian more than I would believe. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I, yeah like I New Zealand. It. They give New Zealand they vibes. New Zealand vibes. <laughs> they yeah, do. They, they have New Zealand vibes. There's a thing that um, Chris Fleming has talked about in Australian music. Uh, he calls it the Australian horny chug. Yeah, and it's just it's just sort of a that you'll hear in a lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> dance music. Um, I would have to look into the Glass Animals catalog to see if they do that at any point. I think you're right about them feeling a little more New Zealand, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. It also hit number 177 in the U.S. and like Heat Waves, it experienced a slow climb. It eventually yeah. hit number one on the Alternative New Artist chart over a year after it came out. And part of that momentum came from the song "Gooey," which they performed yeah, on right. late, which they performed on Late Night with Seth Meyers in 2014, and then on Letterman in 2015. You know, just singles keep attracting a little more attention to them. Yeah, that's how that's my has been my experience. They also toured extensively that year and released a song with Joey Badass, another thing that raised their profile a little. Um, and the point after this, uh, when they released Life Itself, the first single off of How to Be a Human Being, this is when yeah. I get introduced to Glass Animals. Yeah. yeah, I think I was just thinking that as you're explaining it. I don't think I've listened to any of their debut album. I How to Be a Human Being was like the, that's like their album that I know. That's like their album that I think everyone knows. That's... I've listened like Gooey, again, because of the animation meme community, mm. like just mm -hmm. the like singles. But yeah, How to Be a Human yeah the glass that animals. was that was like the album my friend showed me to introduce me yeah. to it and it's a good like specifically because album. it's a concept yeah. album and i remember specifically the music videos were very interesting yeah people were talking about the concept album i remember hearing about the singles on like pitchfork and that was just you know sort of my first exposure to them i think they have a good band name yeah <laughs> just, they really just animal. i was thinking about it the, like today when just like thinking about this podcast i was like glass animal that like yeah that yeah, works that's a good one yeah. and it matches it's, it's them very well yeah. it's snappy but kind of evocative and it mm -hmm. yeah like you said it matches them pretty well do they sell glass animal merch like those little I blown animals i hope so they should 
They should. Well, yeah. I, I, if not, I will make it. Glass animals. Um, I don't know. Yeah, how no. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I don't know how to glass things, but I will do it. I'll find a way. Another another single from uh, How to Be a Human Being Youth was placed on the soundtrack for FIFA 17, and that was a big deal. <laughs> that, FIFA <yeah>. 17. <laughs> that yeah. explains how my dad got introduced to Glass <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they were introduced to a lot of people through that, and then Pork Soda, the, uh, I think the third or fourth single and that classic um, classic fucking song yeah. like yeah, the song it, that's, ever that was like that was the first glass animal song i heard i think that's the song i like show yeah. to people and they're like i've never heard anything like this. yeah this yeah song yeah and in retrospect just like thinking about like their repertoire it might be the only glass animal song that i that i like think is like that, that i have have really connected to just yeah. thinking about like i think of their other songs that i don't think i could remember most of them Oh, fair enough. I was a big fan of what's the other bitch, the other side of paradise. Yeah, that's and, the um, one that I'm take like. Take a slice and take a slice. Take a slice got boosted up by that like one matchup too. Oh know. yeah, there was like the a I think it went, yeah, it was like a TikTok sound yeah. for especially in like the cosplay like transition yeah <laughs> type crowd. <laughs> sure. Well, Breeze Blocks, I know. That's a, that's a good trend. Yeah, yeah there it's was, like, a mashup, and people but, were like, yeah. this mashup goes so far. Yeah, oh, cool. it was just, like, one of those, like, beat drops type Yeah, things. and people were like, this mashup goes really hard. I wish there were more songs like it. And people were like, the entirety of Ticket Slice is like this Yeah, mashup. just listen to like, the song to the and the song. album and look at this, look at these guys go. Yeah. Right. I wish, yeah. <laughs> I wish these, I wish all J and Glass Animals were real. <laughs> No, literally, like just listen to the songs in full. I got news for you. (laughs) So, how to be a human being debuted at number twenty on the Billboard two hundred. It also did very well internationally, opened in some new countries. Uh, Was a number one album in Australia, I think. Um, Yeah, that sounds. And it had really strong reviews, so they kept on going. Yeah, kept trucking. Their next album, Dreamland, came together while the band's drummer, Joe Seward, was recovering from a very serious bike accident. I forgot about that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I'm really bad at band lore. I will, <laughs> lore. I, all of this will be new to me. I just listen. Yeah. <laughs> I just listen and enjoy it. So during that time, lead singer-songwriter Dave Bailey was working with a variety of different artists doing some songwriting stuff. He worked with uh, Black, King Princess, Khalid, and... Learning their processes, he became interested in pursuing more personal songwriting. You know how how to be a human being. Every song's from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was sort of fascinated by like the ways that people wrote about their own experiences. So Bailey, uh, this was just kind of an interesting thing that I learned. Bailey wrote and produced Dreamland himself, and not only that, five of the album's twelve songs do not feature contributions from the rest of Glass Animals at all. Really? Oh my wow. god! Oh my god! <laughs> I did not know that. That's really cool. I always like when artists write and produce their own music. Yeah, it, I mean, it feels more authentic. It, it is strange because they're like a band. <laughs> yeah, like, it, that is it's strange. Yeah, yeah, because like if it was like he started making solo music and then yeah. went into Glass Animals and then started doing solo stuff again, I'd be like, oh okay, but like they were Glass Animals. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and there are very few, I, there are only, a, like, a handful of songs on the album that feature, like, all four of the band members. Obviously, uh, Joe was, you know, out for some of the sessions, but, yeah. um, 
it is weird. It's something that happens a lot with like, I mean, obviously the direction of this album is less bandy than the previous Glass Animals right. albums. Yeah. It's more, yeah. you know, pop and hip hop production. Um, and that'll happen a lot when bands move in more of a pop direction where the contributions of the other band members become fewer and further between. Yeah. Interesting. You see it with like a, like a Maroon 5 or an Imagine Dragons or whatever else yeah. you want to talk about. Oh, I'm learning new things about music. Okay? <laughs> Who I, discovers music? I don't know. I literally, I literally just listen to music because I'm autistic. Yeah. I, I yeah. never like learn things about it. I'm just like, damn, this shit goes crazy. <laughs> These sounds. These sound endorphins. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so this was also the band's major label debut. It was their first album on like a, a big label. It was released under Polydor and Republic. The first single was Tokyo Drifting with Denzel Curry, yeah. which was sort of an introduction to this, you know, kind of moody, more hip hop sound that the album had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that song. Uh, again, yeah. not very memorable, I would say exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I like I like the way it moves. Yeah. As, it, as I think as like a fan of them, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is like, it's not like drastically new for them but i was like yeah. this is a fun direction yeah and like it, it yeah it feels more poppy but i i like got excited for it yeah. it was it made me excited for the album that single was followed by your love and then dreamland and finally heat waves which was released in june of 2020 <laughs> the album was supposed to come out on the day that heat waves came out but they delayed the album because of the black lives matter protests mm. They said they didn't want to take attention away from it, so they just released Heat Waves. Oh. Didn't want to take attention away from it, so still released a single. Still released a single, yeah. <laughs> A little, little strange on that part, but... You tried. Yeah. So that is the build-up to Heat Waves, and I think before we get into why, how this song <laughs> built, how it became as big as it ended up being, right. we can talk about the song itself. Yeah. It's... It's a good song. <laughs> it's okay, yeah. It's, it's a fine song. It's it's a it's a song that would go viral on TikTok. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like yeah, my main like, takeaway. Is that like digestible? It's fine. It's there's nothing like big about it though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think again, if it's kind of hard to tell what I think of the song without the context yeah. because I have it, but I feel like it'd be kind of middle of my list. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in, like, really digging into this song for the purposes of this podcast, I understand it in a way that I didn't before. Hmm. All right. But I still do think it's bad. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's just... It's it's a very, like... I don't... Like, I don't even know how to describe how I feel about it. Because, again, I like, I don't... I can't look at it from an objective perspective anymore. Yeah. But it, like, yeah, when I listen to it, I'm like, you wrote an entire fanfic about this? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, like, people, yeah. like, caught on to it. Like, it's not, like, monu- It's like Again, it's not, like, a monumental song. It's, it's just, like, eh, it's Yeah, right. I feel like, like, there's kind of this line with pop music for me where, it like, you can have a pop sound but still, like, have something that feels very authentic and not necessarily like replicated yeah. for like money, like not following a formula. But like, I feel like this is probably one of their pop like songs that I'd be like, yeah, that's pop. That's not, it's a single. That's not like, yeah, it's like a single. Yeah. Like they definitely have songs that have like a, 
like a more intense feeling. Yeah. It's it's kind of generic. Like it's it's it feels like it's made. It's to a be song to make a looping animation. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> for me, when I when I like hear it, just just casually, it reminds me of there's a there's an edit of Attention by Charlie Puth that's on TikTok that's like. That, where the vocals are fucked up and it's like you've been running around, running around, running around. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I that's that's how Heat Waves by Glass Animals feels to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Yeah. Um lyrically It's bad. The, the concept yeah, like, The concept they're working with is like, you know, uh, a mirage as like a representing something that seems real but isn't right <laughs> which is what a mirage is it's not really right. a metaphor there I, uh can we just i i do need to talk chorus. about the word unsad being one of the lyrics i'm sorry um, unsad is, is pretty yeah good. unsad is really good wait, wait, I'm, I'm looking at the lyrics right now I'm, it's all the way by the end it's like it's on the bridge yeah, yeah. that look that's perfectly unsad part of like the bridge leading up to the like only drop in the song and the last line is unsad (laughs) and well even like the more i think about the the chorus sometimes all i think about is you yeah (laughs) like yeah that does happen it's a very generic like lovey lyric yeah something about the sometimes before all (laughs) All i I think think about about is is so contradictory and strange well it's specifically on late nights in the middle of june yeah, um, <laughs> no, that's the sometimes. <laughs> like, the sometimes. Then, then, like, what's like... like, personally, if someone told me, hey, I only think about you when I'm really sweaty, um, I, w- um, I wouldn't be very happy. I'd be like, bro, you yeah. did. Uh, yeah. Well, well, the heat waves have been faking him out, but as he says at the end of yeah. the first verse, uh, the heat waves are gone now and the night has come. So, so they're not, th- he's not thinking about him anymore because it's not, well, like, I, <laughs> depends on what you qualify late night. I think the idea is like when the <laughs> the heat waves make him feel like he can still make the the subject happier, but then they go away in the late nights in the middle of June, and <laughs> he realizes that he can't make them happier. Now. Yeah, he can't make them. What is the what, <laughs> like, what's, like, what's the verse lyric? That's I'm trying like, to call when you sit and smile them. so comfortable. Can't make them like. Unsad. That look that's perfectly unsad. Not happy. Like, I don't want them to be happy. I just don't want them to be depressed. Like, I know these guys for their quirky lyrics. Like, Pork Soda is the fucking best song. Pork so- talking yeah. about having pineapples in your head. Yeah. But it's like the right, right. level of quirky where I'm like, this means oh, this something. is fun. Like, like, I get it. And I'm also laughing at it. Yeah. Unsad. Is, like, you didn't you couldn't figure there. <laughs> like if the rest just, of the song was good i'd be like oh that's fine that's yeah. a funny line but the rest of it's also kind of mid yeah <laughs> right because the like it, it's really lyrically generic yeah in a yeah. way that i in the way that i think quietly a good number of their songs are but they they, oh, they yeah. at least have uh, a reputation for, for for their quirky lyrics and a lot yeah, of their right. like more prominent songs have those sort of, sort of off-the-wall expressionistic sort of lyrics. And this is just yeah. like, yeah, usually I put something on TV so we never think about you and me. 
uh, today I see our reflections clearly later. That like, like it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's yeah. plain. It's also I don't want to like dig too deep into Mr. Glass Animal, <laughs> um, but like sometimes like it's just so that we never think about you and me, which is the implication that they're still together. But then late nights in the middle of June, I'm I'm guessing he's alone. So, like, what's the timeline here? <laughs> it's like a summer fling, it's I like, guess. Right. Like, are you putting something on TV so that you guys can go sleep in separate rooms? Or, like, is that oh. is that the situation that's going on Is this a song here? about divorce? Are we, are we, are we talking about that's divorce so right now? Oh, my God. Oh, no. He says, you need a better life than this, which implies that he is, like, realizing that he's not providing yeah. right. what they need. Like, he's realizing they have to break up. Yeah, oh, it, it it no. still is strange though, cause like, if sometimes all you're thinking about is them, go and talk to them. <laughs> like is, that, that implies bro? that right that they're not like in within reach of each other. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. At, at a certain moment, it's like it's like. So sometimes you don't think about them, and <laughs> and you're like like you're <laughs> together still. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, but but like <laughs> I feel like they're they're trying to write about these nuanced situations that they write in their songs, but they forgot to put the nuance in the song. Yeah. And are just descri- like describing the the most generic parts of this yeah. like specific yeah. It's also and what's it's the timestamp on Heatwit? It's like it's not a long song. No, it's like not super long. It's like, like three some three yeah. three and a half maybe. I don't know. It's just, I think because the beat is so slow and because it feels like a song that you would, like, play when you're driving down a highway. Like, that vaporwave, that, like, yeah. integral vaporwave, like, womp. It's the song <laughs> that, like, it's the first song you add to your, like, s- like smoke sesh playlist. And then you take it off. And then, like, <laughs> once you're actually high, you're like, oh, I'm skipping this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, it feels very fast because of the beat is so. Yeah. That. yeah like i said uh dave did let me actually look into if there's any specifics to the production yeah dave did produce this song and uh every other song on the album one or two of them with collaborators but yeah right. and um it's it definitely feels to me like obviously his his background is not in hip-hop and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know w- what he's doing here is he's taking like you know uh, a very simple 808 beat that I think is in- intentionally simple, but yeah. like yeah. it's just so thin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, like I said, I don't like I don't know what everyone's experience in the animation meme community is, but every fucking song sounds like this. It's like yeah. that. The like it's you get the yeah the repeating like beat in the background that you can animate a looping animation yeah. to that's only like three frames. And the generic lyrics that it can apply to a multitude of situations. Yeah, exactly. With, like any character. And I think want. because the uh, like the album cover and again like the beat kind of leans like like, like vapor. I don't want to say like the it's, music no, is vaporwave, but it feels lean very into the like art and like yeah, especially for this this new yeah. album is very vaporwave. It works like, really well for like aesthetic animation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think is funny because like again, I knew them from Pork Soda and The Other Side of Paradise, which were animation memes. And then this comes out, and it feels already like it's leaning into fan yeah, spaces and I what will, fans want. Yeah, I feel like this happens a lot now that like we're getting singles released by semi or like pretty popular artists that are like you're like oh this was meant to go viral on tiktok yeah, exactly. like because that's right. how they gain their followers like it's kind of it's rough 
but then we're talking about how fitting it is for like animations and fan art and that sort of thing but right. we, we are missing the piece that <laughs> this song has been on the hot 100 for nearly two years and hit number one after two years on the chart earlier this year that's so, so long that's so long right like it's 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 i think it's a struggle because again like these artists are making these songs that they know are going to go viral mm -hmm. and so like they kind of I, I i saw it a lot with like 21 pilots where they mm -hmm. kind of throw away one or two of their songs on the yeah album to like yeah. be a generic pop song that's going to be on the radio and then try to make the other stuff good whether or not that's successful is up for debate um but then because they made those songs to get popular they inevitably get popular yeah, yeah. and then that's just like what they're known for and so they keep doing it and then yeah. eventually all of their songs just devolve into yeah like pop. yeah like when i was in the 21 pilots i remember i'd get i'd get mad when like people only knew like stressed out or right. tearing my heart i was like dude those songs like aren't i can't good. fathom being a glass animals like a like a hardcore glass animals fan and someone's like oh i only know heat waves i oh, like i would see red <laughs> yeah yeah like if you say you only know pork soda i'm like cool I'm I'm like I've cool you best. have sex <laughs> like i have the i have everything else that will make you feel so happy like right now I'll right. Be, like that you're about to feel so autistic in a good way <laughs> but like heat waves i'm like like i have to like psychoanalyze you to make sure that like you didn't just yeah. listen to it from he who shall not be named <laughs> he who shall not be named the other element of this song and kind of i think the most fundamental trouble of it is the vocals which are like very glass animals yeah. you know yeah. the classic with like with the layering and the pitch down vocals and the pitched up vocals and all that yeah, but yeah. like are so out of tune yeah. with everything else that this song is yeah it's a lot like again we uh, we you were listening like, to it a little bit like the beginning you kind of get this like i think it's like kind of like a drum almost yeah. like a beat drop type thing like right from the beginning and then it launches into like generic just pop, guy and talking like, and you're, and like, you're like wait what like what happened? Yeah, Where's and like, especially when you come from, again, I'm going to keep going back to Pork Soda and Take a Slice yeah, and like the, so the holy trinity of Glass Animal songs that I know. Yeah. Um, where like, you get that beat drop and it's like, good. <laughs> and then you have Heat like, Waves where you get that beat drop and it's like, some guy singing really generic oh, lyrics. Yeah, um, what's the yeah. one? I'm thinking of like, I think it's Poplar Street that I'm thinking of. It's, it's not as famous, but it has like a, a drop. Like, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's 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 affecting this like the, the this accent that I think is very common uh in you know the pop crossover singles that British artists put out where they're affecting this slight kind of Caribbean Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like I feel like this whole album has a little bit of that vibe because I remember when um uh tokyo drifting came out and i heard like the rap verse and i like i hadn't like looked at who the artist was and i'm not like familiar with him and i i heard him like say the n-word and i literally had to pause and be like wait did they have a black person rap or, or, this, or this is the white people rapping right now yeah. like, and then i was like oh, okay this is fine like i had a moment of terror yeah <laughs> no yeah and I, I didn't even know what the um Again, the like slowed down lyrics were until I like looked it up because they're so slowed down and like I wouldn't muffled. have even told you that there were slowed down lyrics. Uh, the the <laughs> it's like the at the end where it's like the you just like it's like the mumble like it's literally and you think it's just like oh, they're just reverbing the right. like what the chorus or the or whatever but it's oh. like actual like 
Oh, it's actual lyrics. I thought it was just like repeating the chorus, but yeah, like, I thought it was just like he he way, but but like an actual yeah, there's like actual lyrics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it like and, and like that that you know sort sort of cod reggae you know pseudo Caribbean yeah. uh, inflection that we see there is something that I think uh, you'll find in a lot of the like. I mean, a lot of pop artists do that. You'll hear Ed Sheeran do this on some of his, like, circa yeah, 2017 right. stuff. Yeah. This really does feel like a bad attempt at an Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. I would have... Yeah, no. it feels like I had, like, a... If Ed Sheeran leaned it's, more, like, synth pop. It's, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. But, yeah, the lyrics are very Ed Sheeran core. Um, yeah. Yeah, generic. Yeah. Sad love song. They're not quite slutty enough to be. A They're not quite. That's or glass that, animal. That sure yeah. is a sentence that you just said. <laughs> he, not quite slutty. He, he is always, a whore. He always does like random slutty stuff in his songs. Sorry, this yeah. is such a tangent. Uh, sorry to talk about Ed Sheeran. Have you have you seen the uh, the thing where Bruno Mars Ed Sheeran a slut? No, that's fucking incredible. Uh, slut Twitter. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. The, there was this thing where Indonesia uh, had like banned certain foreign songs that it considered uh, obscene, hmm. and this included uh, songs by Ed Sheeran. It, it, the the time headline was songs by Ed Sheeran, Bruno Mars, and others have been banned in Indonesia's most populous province. Bruno Mars says, "WTF? I was popping in Indonesia. Then here comes Ed Sheeran with his sick, perverted lyrics, getting us all pinched. Thanks, Ed. Thanks a lot." Oh, <laughs> Sick perverted lyrics. That is so funny. Coming from the man who just talks about having sex in front of a fireplace. (laughs) That is so funny. I he's that's he's so so great. That's so he he said um (laughs) I'm in love with the shape of you, really, Ed Sheeran, you monster. (laughs) (laughs) I'll love you until you're 70. Yeah. I, I will say I do think that Bruno Mars. Or sorry, no, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Bruno Mars does write the lyrics that Ed Sheeran would write if Ed Sheeran was five one. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you know what yeah, I mean. I, one, one more tweet. And these are, I Man, love Bruno Sheeran. Mars over here. Dear Indonesia, I gave you the wholesome hits. Nothing on you, just the way you are and treasure. Don't let me in with that sexual deviant. <laughs> oh my god. That's- He's like mad. Locked out of heaven is he's, literally he's about not, really. not being able <laughs> like, to have sex. Like, bro, are you good? Locked out of heaven is about it is about eating pussy. It's about yeah, eating, yeah. I think specifically Halle Berry's pussy, if I remember correctly. Oh, but I didn't know that lore, but yeah. Great, really great gags from Bruno Mars. We love to see him. No, I'm. I want to clap into the mic, but like I'm applauding. There's also the video for Heat Waves, which is just like whatever. Yeah. He's yeah. got the wagon. He's got the TVs. He made it during COVID, so it was a whole thing. But yeah. it looks normal. Yeah, it's a music. <laughs> yeah, it's got motifs. It's got. <laughs> it's got a guy walking. It sure does. <laughs> While his song is playing. <laughs> so, an early version of this song was written at a studio in London called the Church, where Bob Dylan used to frequent. Um, and he, he, he was, uh, you know, sitting there writing something, uh, just, just a weird aside, but it was only after working on the song that Bailey realized there was someone else in the room the whole time. And it was Johnny Depp. Oh my God. God. I can't imagine Johnny Depp being quiet for that long. Yeah. 
but it, it, it's so crazy to think about like imagine that's like a jump scare yeah and then you realize johnny depp is there yeah yeah oh yeah i, <laughs> it, I would shit myself to no. be quite frank <laughs> to be quite frank and then i'd like see red and yeah. i'd wake up with blood on my hand it'd be, it'd be bad. <laughs> yeah yeah dave says that he thinks johnny was uh he had got lost trying to find the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably yeah that's good yeah that checks out it was no sooner that drummer joe seward returned to the stage the glass animals got rocked once again by the pandemic so they, they had stopped touring they're finally ready to start again and then COVID happens. Nice. Uh, so they now had Dreamland finished. <laughs> they had a finished album that they couldn't promote. Yeah. And uh, what they did was they uh, used some unconventional methods to try and drum up publicity for it. Got it out. They got it out to their audience who were stuck at home with social media competitions and virtual yeah. performances. Yeah. They released a covers EP. And... Um, over the summer of 2020, the song performed modestly in the UK, uh, did well in Australia, obviously. It was featured on BBC Radio One's summer playlist, and then it was included in FIFA 21. And FIFA. So this didn't really translate into chart success, but it was enough to catch the attention of some, including fanfiction author T.D.H. Lane, who on September 20th released the first <sighs> chapter of his dream George Not Found fanfic, Heatwaves. Yeah. Um, wow. Truly an icon. Uh, how old are they? Do they have a Twitter? They do have a Twitter. That, that fic was a lot. And also, like... I can't fathom, like, this may, this is just talking about AO3 in general, I think, but, um, especially towards, like, insane people like this. A song coming out, and then in the same year, in the same year, like, I I can't even imagine just a couple months, writing, like, how long is it? 51k words. That's so many words. That's so many words. I don't even write that many words in a semester. (laughs) About a, about a song that isn't that good. You know yeah, what I mean? I, right. When you and keep... you also have to so, something that I think I hadn't really assessed and I didn't really know about much at all until until this episode, but that Heat Waves was not a hit no by but, any stretch of the it was it was just no. another glass animal. It was not it was not popular yeah. until this fic came out. Literally, literally I again I I like I'm very slow to listen to albums. Yeah. I hadn't even listened to it. And suddenly it was trending, and Caden was like, "Yeah, it's because of Dream. It's because of fucking Dream and George. <laughs> it's because of Dream and George fan." And it, here's the thing: <laughs> here's what it, it's the real kicker is that it's not about their characters; it's about them. It's about Dream and George. Yeah, you've definitely explained this to me, and it definitely made me a little nauseous. Yeah, like I, fan fiction about the Dream SP characters is already like on a line like walking a very very fine line because like okay their characters are different from the people like yada 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 whatever whatever yeah. this is about the guys this is about the guys like this is about two grown men one of which lives in florida and this is bef- <laughs> like this is obviously before the face reveal you don't even you don't even know what one of these you people looks, looks like. like and you're like you're guessing and i'm pretty sure they try to describe him in the fic does it wrong obviously is it like Okay, I have to ask this. Is there any sex in the fig? There's fade to black sex, yes. Okay. There's, there's, just, it's, well, just it's not sex. I think any penis another thing that a lot of people don't seem to know about heat waves, which, um, 
It's really funny how there's the third tag on the fic is that it's not like requited. It's just Dream wanting to fuck George so bad it makes him look stupid. I mean, at least they're like <laughs> loyal to the lyrics. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just like so. Yeah, there's fade to black of like corny behavior. Okay, but I was, they don't I, get together in the end. I wanted to be. I, yeah, I, before we continued, I wanted to make sure if we were talking about a fan fiction where there was porn or not. So. Yeah, no, it's okay. it's it's like. <laughs> It's there. It's okay. Implied. Tasteful, <laughs> I guess. Sorry, I've read this. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I did not read this for enjoyment. Let me just say that again. I think I said it already. Let me say it again. <laughs> um, I read it because I was interested. No, you're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is, you know, in the way that uh, Homestuck, as has been discussed on the yeah, ended up over time having a big impact on pop culture and yeah. you know uh online spaces fan spaces i think this this feels like the first sign of like dream fans having a, a cultural impact yeah because i think people yeah. were already getting mad at the dream smp for taking over the trending page yeah for a while yeah. before this came out but this was kind of the nail in the coffin of like oh no you have like influence on the world yeah. because like this is mentioned i i have the fan lore page for heat the, the fanfic not the song up oh. on my phone it crashed ao3 two times when oh when 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 it updated it and AO3 tried to play it off being like no it wasn't because it was like server stuff it wasn't because of this fic but like both times then it happened again then it <laughs> happened again yeah <laughs> so it definitely was because of the fic um and it's also the second most kudos fic on the entirety of AO3 the like like it's yeah. not a supernatural fic you know what yeah. I mean like it should be but it's not yeah it should be like like even like like. I don't even know if Star Trek fan fictions are popular anymore, but I feel like that would like fan I feel like that would hold the spot being like the fandom. Yeah, and like I get it that AO3 is more of like new age stuff. I guess fanfiction.net is kind of where all the old stuff goes, but like still still, it came out two not even two years ago. Yeah. And it's not good. It's like not good. Yeah, if it were like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't really expect good fan fiction to be popular, unfortunately. That's fair. I wish it was. I no, yeah, there's you're some right. good fan fiction out there. I would read more of it if it was easier to find. Yeah, no, yeah, it's also the most bookmarked fanfic in all of Ao3. Oh my god! <laughs> I again, it's such a wild decision that that dream. Like again, knowing that to to much of his fan base, he's just like an anime twink who lives in their head yeah <laughs> for dream to to just come out and be like hey uh i'm james and i'm actually allergic to peanuts is like <laughs> yeah yeah him saying his name he out been loud i like i me okay me and my like two friends were literally like sitting at the dinner table looking at a phone like counting down we're like it's almost dream space yeah. reveal and we literally sat there for like half the video not saying anything yeah and we got to the end and we were like oh like he's just some guy. He really he's some is fucking guy. Like he's not even <laughs> ugly. He's not even ugly. And I think like if here we we I don't know if we were talking about this or if it was me and my sister, but like if he didn't hype it up so much and if he wasn't dream, yeah, he wouldn't be ugly. But he because be he's ugly. dream, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's ugly. ugly wouldn't have trended <laughs> the t- when he revealed his face if he hadn't spent like years hyping himself up to like. Godhood. be like like weird to look upon yeah and <laughs> right it's... and it would have it would have been so easy to just do like, what 
yeah, Todd of the Shadow, or even like Skyda's Minecraft does, where where it's just like no, it's just like you sort of joke about doing a face reveal, and then you never actually do it, right. and then at some point a couple years from now, someone finds a picture where they're like, hey, I think this is Dream, and people who are curious get to know. People who don't want to know can be like, I'm gonna pretend I didn't see that. That's exactly. yeah. that's obviously the way to do it. And yeah. given like I understand like that dream was like invite he was invited to twitchcon yeah. and so he was kind of like yeah. i have to do this now or yeah. wait until the convention which probably would have been a safety hazard um, yeah he went into face reveal until the convention was happening yeah. um, <laughs> but it yeah like you said rocky it could he could have been like just revered as a god until he faded out of existence and like never had to have shown his face to like yeah. because i think like we've talked we talked about this on the dream episode where like the reason so many people can viscerally love and viscerally hate him is because there isn't an actual human being to put yeah. to the name and right like, and now there is yeah this is getting a little away from he was yeah I apologize, sorry but... i need to so to, so to circle back so the, the the special thing about this fanfic is not necessarily the fic itself but the fact that dream and george mentioned it explicitly yeah. on stream and have like quoted it oh my god yeah. yeah 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 there was a lot of drama around that really yeah they they mentioned like having read it and oh yeah yeah that's never a good what thing happened was the the author of it now this again this is mentioned in the failure but i also lived through it in real time um was the author was like please don't show this to the creator like i don't want oh. dream or George or Satnap to see this because it's embarrassing. Oh, that's a Which, weird like, thing to post on the internet if you don't want people. Yeah, to see it is it. odd. Um, and so they were basically like, if they see it or mention it, like I'm not going to continue the fic because that's oh. embarrassing. Um, and so that's why they took a they took a hiatus from it for a little bit. Oh, interesting. Um, because people kept donoing George and Satnap oh, and Dream and being links. like and sending links to it and like oh. quoting it and like explaining it. And so eventually, so so when that started happening, the author took a break. The author was like, "I can't do this. I don't want the publicity." Again, a little weird. Yeah. Like if you don't want it, I mean, don't fair enough. Doesn't want the publicity, but like you did post. It, you did post so... like fade to black of dream jacking off. So I think you have like <laughs> there's a little bit of responsibility on you. Um, no, oh, but Jesus. yeah, they took a hiatus for a little bit, and then basically once dream and sapnap, not dream, dream talked about it later uh once george and satnap were basically like explicitly on stream like yes we read it together they were like well i guess like i might as well finish the story kind of thing and they were like i give up and then they wrote a sequel so like i they didn't have that much i can't believe they had that I much don't shame think they were that embarrassed. yeah um yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot the time that dream first mentioned it or it was mentioned around him dream mm-hmm. uh corresponded with a huge spike in google searches for heat waves yeah the related topics on google were glass animals lyrics archive of our own fan fiction and wattpad uh spotify categorized the song with the label dream smp yeah. so again this is stuff that i really didn't know about before doing this episode that like yeah at the outset the reason this song got big in the u.s at least, is because of Dream fans. Yeah. And, and I think, didn't that cause people, a lot of people, to get the Dream SMP genre and their Spotify rap? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure. Not my... just this song, but a lot of other songs. No, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of, well, that's what I was going to say. I think because of this, people started marking, like, so there was some way that people were marking 
songs as like in the dream smp genre i remember my brother texting me and being like why is my top genre dream smp yeah. i don't know any, any of those pretty music. much any song that trended on spotify not trend on but trended on tiktok in the last like year was put on there yeah it was very yeah. strange yeah and like i had something to say and i completely but i i kind of think that that like built out from heat waves or maybe yeah. a couple oh, other songs were like yeah. there were the songs that were like by people who were affiliated with the smp and then there was heat waves and i think songs that were in a similar genre to heat waves that were new and were kind of popping ended yeah. up getting put into that category yeah, by exactly. the algorithm. it was like a domino effect type thing. well and glass animals from what i remember glass animals also kind of played into it a little bit i remember like right after they it started blowing up because of the thick they released merch like and it said i it said heat waves and it was like the tommy in it like red like baseball style shirt oh, that yeah. said he and i was like this can't be a coincidence like they have hmm. to know what's happening at, in some way shape or form i mean a baseball tee isn't that exclusive but to explicitly to be a red one with the words heat wave that doesn't match the red of the shirt oh that it was like pink and blue and then like a red shirt and i was like this i was like this can't be a coincidence like they had to have known interesting yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like if they knew good for them because like damn if you can't i guess if you can't go on tour for your album the next thing you can do is talk (laughs) about it in the dream smp fandom yeah because like that's gonna (laughs) yeah um they've not explicitly acknowledged it uh, there have been a couple of interviews where they've been asked about how they think the song got big, and they give all these answers about, well, it's kind of a summer song, but also has sort of a wintry mood to it. Jeez. Um, at least say it went viral. But yeah, I think they don't. Yeah. You don't have to you, say it's have, like fan fiction. And it's so, it honestly, I guess because I lived through it, it's a little strange to me that people mm. don't realize that it's like the Dream SMP. Maybe, maybe knowing that, maybe not knowing that the Dream SP caused it directly, but right. to not know that the Dream SP is even involved, involved in it. Like, if something blows up like that, you kind of have to assume this day and age that the Dream SP. Yeah, if in something it. like if a if a FIFA game s song goes viral, yeah. there's gotta be something. There's gotta be a fanfic there. attached to it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, and there was a moment where. Heat Wave was a trending topic on Twitter, and the description was uh, fans of the Dream SMP are talking about a. It was <laughs> a like the fanfic. new chapter, yeah, of Heat Wave yeah, or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Around the time, shortly after the Google searches blew up and Dream mentioned it on stream, uh, the song broke out of the alt rock bubble, appearing on major pop playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. Soon after, in late 2020, it started making a chart impact around the world, including in the US and the UK. It entered the Hot 100 at number 100 in January of 2021. Right at the bottom. It has not left the chart since. To talk about some of the reasons, like once it got on the chart, that was already kind of the tale of the dream connection. Right. So going beyond that and thinking about other reasons that it stuck around from there, uh, first of all, historically, uh, indie rock bands who release commercial pop tracks have a slow path up the charts. Yeah. Because they cross over from alternative airplay to pop airplay, as we mm. see with Creed's with Arms Wide Open, Imagine Dragons Radioactive. These are songs that cross from one chart to another and had like long tails, spent a long time on the charts. I think Radioactive is also in the top I, 10 yeah, for the longest we time a song is spent on the charts. Yeah. Yeah, it's like number three. It was, yeah, three or four, I think. It's pretty high up, yeah. Second of all, songs have been enduring longer on the Hot 100 in the 20s. 
as mentioned, the other number one is Blinding Lights. Levitating by Dua Lipa is very high up as well. Uh, and I think a big part of that is the pandemic stifling releases and um, TikTok virality TikTok. creating an echo chamber effect. Yeah. I think that's a re I think that's a really big thing with heat waves where yeah. like there there was the dream trend that was still going on in January mm -hmm. and then there was a remix and then there was actual heat waves that summer that people were playing off of and then there was like a remix that blew up on TikTok later that year and remixes are kind of the yeah. secret sauce for chart success in in, was, uh, in the 2020s. There was also, I don't know if this is the remix that you're talking about. It's not a remix. It's more of just like a play on the song. I do remember there was specifically an audio that quoted the fic with heat waves playing in the background that went like super viral and like a lot of people didn't realize that what was being quoted was a dream recipe fan fiction and so like oh. a bunch of like mainstream tiktokers oh, no. were using it to like make pov videos um, so funny yeah very very oh, funny. So funny but also like i can only imagine how much influenced like tiktok cosplayers specifically and like tiktokers who were in the dream recipe fandom caused that lasting effect to keep going because like Again, like, oh, yeah. Heat Waves was the fic, kind of went to Twitter, but, like, TikTok's the reason that it's going to keep going. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. it would, uh, again, it wouldn't have got there without the right fan, now. without yeah. the fans and, like, the cosplayers and this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I also think once we reach that point later in 2021, that's when the radio starts to pick up. Yeah. Which is so funny. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it had already, it had already been on the chart for most of the year yeah. yeah when it started getting big radio play yeah this song gives me like a warped perception of when this album came out i yeah. genuinely forgot it came out like in 2020 yeah because it still feels so new because he weighs is still on the radio yeah yeah a lot well, glass <laughs> animals got nominated for i had to look it up because i couldn't believe my eyes when i saw it um they got nominated for breakout artists this year this the year it was the, that the, was, the nickelodeon kids I choice think, award i think that the was kids what, choice award. yeah i think that was what made me aware of the fan fiction yeah because i think i think i'm i think you were there me and all my friends were like why is it they've been like they're not a break they're not a breakout artist. they've been around like i grew up, <laughs> i kind of grew up with this music yeah like for half my it life goes, it goes it goes further because they were nominated for the uh, Best New Artist Grammy at this year's show, which is for last year's music. But then, oh my God, Grammy! The this year Kids Choice Awards, they 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 get the um, the 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 breakout artist. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there there's a continued like like trend in that direction. It's becoming it like a funny. it's like almost like a meme or like a an inside joke that they're like not new yeah because like, <laughs> like they've, they've been like they've been around and like i don't know again i don't know how music awards work i don't know if they have to have like x number of songs to still be qualified as like a breakout yeah. artist or something but like it almost seems like people think that heat waves was their debut single no and just like didn't do enough research into it to like disprove that before nominating them for a kid's choice award <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was like, ah, yeah, sure, put them on there. Yeah, put them on there. It's funny. <laughs> and maybe that is again, like you said, because artists aren't breaking out as much because of the pandemic. Yeah. They can't really. They don't really have those opportunities as much. Mm -hmm. So they kind of have to scrap what they can find to fill those nomination slots. But it's still. Mm -hmm. It's still strange. Yeah, yeah I, I I see it in the case of um, 
I like like it's something that'll happen sometimes where who has kind of been around for a while gets the uh the new artist thing at the Grammys. I think in the mm. case of Glass Animal, like it's definitely a case of that. But you can see how they've reached a a height of success they hadn't seen before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- this year, I mean, just looking at the other nominees for Breakout Artist uh, at this year's Kids Choice Awards, you have Chloe, who you know, Chloe and Hallie have been around for at yeah. least a couple of years. But I guess Chloe as a solo artist uh, just dropped. Jack Harlow, been around for a bit, kind of had yeah. his first like radio hit this year. Olivia Rodrigo, big breakout star of last year, who I guess they they didn't get a chance to get around to at the time. Mm. Sweetie, Walk- like like yeah, yeah, it's like when you when you get the top 10 hit on the radio that's when you get the kids choice awards breakout but yeah. they went from the grammy breakout which is like you know your first song that breaks outside your bubble to the kids choice awards breakout in a, in a relatively short time yeah it's it sure is like yeah i don't know it's just strange to it's, see and i i think it's also yeah. influenced by having known glass animals as someone yeah. who like wasn't listening to yeah. just pop music growing up like i again like i right i they were a big artist in the niche community that was in so it felt like they were a bigger target than they were yeah i think if i wasn't a glass animals fan i wouldn't be as like put off by this because mediocre songs like trend on tiktok yeah. all the time and they piss me off every time so like this but it's isn't personal a new now. phenomenon yeah. but like now it's personal because it's like something i know and something i know when i don't know how i feel about yeah because it's <laughs> like right. like couldn't they have written a fake fanfic about pork soda and so like right the good song and i would have been like get... okay weird fan fiction at least you chose the right song. right at least like this band is getting publicity for the right reasons now, yeah. now they're just getting publicity for really generic pop song <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I hate when this stuff is encouraged too. Like I'm 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 sure it's a thing like I I remember like I was hearing when like 21 Pilots got famous and everyone's like, "Well, now they're going to sound like pop like pop music." Yeah. And like I think that's I'm always sure. kind of the fear of like when a band like that has a more niche sound gets famous it's like oh well now if everyone likes their pop music that's all they're gonna fucking play and we're never gonna get the old band again yeah so there's always kind of that bittersweet feeling when you've been a fan where you're like damn they got popular what's gonna happen now yeah yeah Yeah, i'd be i'd be very interested to hear like the next phase of glass animals is genuinely (laughs) Um, yeah all the songs are named after Dream SP members. That would be... <laughs> actually, that would be so funny. That'd be really funny. Do, doing How to Be a Human Being, but with... But with Dream, <laughs> with Dream Oh my I god. I need the Rambu song. That would be so fucking That would be funny. so fucking funny. Oh. <laughs> like, they'd, they'd keep their popularity. No, they would. They'd become... Yeah, right. they'd, they'd, they'd blow up. It is very funny that a bunch of 14-year-olds who really like Minecraft YouTubers are, like, the major influence on a lot of... It, not just music, but a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like it's not. I don't know. I I don't know enough about the Dream SMP and like the actual numbers of things to compare. But like, I feel like there's definitely been groups of fan, like young fans, that have had influence. Oh, yeah. I just I feel like again, like this. It's like the the TikTok era is giving kids a weird power. Yeah, and it's like. It's, and they're not using it for it's good. Not like, well, it's like it's not even like that usable for good. It's yeah, so interesting. It is. It's like you get the Twitter trending page. Yeah. Rats. <laughs> like he's ugly. Woo. He's ugly. We knew. Like it's fine. Yeah. So, 
as I said, the radio starts to pick up heat waves in like late 2021. It enters the top 10 in November of 2021, and then it hits number one on the Hot 100 in March of 2022, nearly two years after its release, oh and dethroning the previous number one, We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, damn. We don't talk about Bruno. Oh, what? <laughs> my God. That's like an actually good song. Yeah. Like, yeah, it got annoying after like a couple after weeks. TikTok. But like, <laughs> damn, what the fuck? Well, that I think that, that song being the previous number one, again, post-pandemic, 2020, a lot of people mm-hmm. just just didn't release what they had yeah. or scrapped them. Yeah. 2021, people weren't really putting stuff out. The So, you know, if you look at the high-profile pop releases this year or last year or the year before, there are the ones that totally kind of failed to connect, like Lady Gaga, Childish Gambino, it just wasn't the right moment. Mm-hmm. There are the ones that had this same insane longevity. I think this the thing with blinding lights and levitating and heat waves that they have in common is that they are songs from albums that came out in like March to May of 2020. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like the, the like, for lack of a better term, like the peak quarantine. Yeah. When everyone was, when everyone was like, inside and listening to Spotify. when everyone was like having quote unquote, like fun quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those, uh, I, I think the thing with levitating and um, blinding lights, they have a couple other things going for them. A, they are really, really good songs. Yeah. They, yeah. they had been released as singles before the pandemic and were already picking up steam when lockdown started. And yeah, I do think that they, you know, got that longevity out of that, that sort of frozen moment in time. Mm-hmm. Heat waves is not quite the same story. Yeah. Uh, because it's not that kind of song it's not that good a song and um it wasn't a hit at first it had this whole tale leading up to again hit number one in march of this year is still in the top 20 hit number one in march of this year is so insane considering the fact that the fic ended in 2021 because like yeah it didn't hit number one until after the hype was over I from this part of the fan internet at least out of curiosity i want yeah I, th- I think i think the dream fans were responsible for like people finding out about the song yeah, and yeah. then it had an initial tiktok wave and then it had a radio wave and it did like, like exactly. it just sort of it just kept going yeah well yeah because i think the it, it's interesting because usually what gets things on the charts is radio like becoming yeah. radio but the fact that it had all this build up beforehand allowed it to like the radio to like be the tail end and not the start of it yeah. so they just they were getting i don't know it's it's, yeah. it's interesting that yeah. like yeah and like individually each of these things makes sense to me yeah like yeah. glass animals having having a, a a song associated with dream and that gets it like low on the charts that's like when corpse husband was putting out singles right, exactly. and they were showing up on the charts that's like that makes sense to me and then glass animals having a song that kind that is kind of a tiktok thing and it sort of hangs around the charts for a while that makes sense to me and glass animals finally having their like fluke radio hit that is you know briefly goes to number one that makes sense to me but the fact that these all happened consecutively has led to this song being by a certain definite measure the biggest song of all time oh yeah it's kind of insane (laughs) (laughs) 
I like like once again, even in like my personal memory of like listening through the album the first time, I don't like I don't remember heat, heat waves. waves. Like I started with like um like deja vu, your love, right. and like 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 the better songs, like just the better ones, like waterfalls coming out of your mouth. Right. Um of course, now I can't think of any of the titles because they're all like really weird. They're not sentences. Heat waves, <laughs> like, heat waves is like the one of the more boring ones. Yeah, but like, like I just I I, I didn't stop I also, to listen to it. Yeah, I, I also care. think going back to like the whole pandemic situation because obviously the Dream SMP wouldn't have blown up had it not been for the pandemic. Oh yeah. So that like the pandemic fueling these like Spotify spikes and therefore Billboard spikes. Yeah. And then on top of that, this fandom also being fueled by it was well, yeah, just, like, even, kindling on the fire. And even, I've talked about this before, but even, like, the fact that radio now is, like, mostly TikTok songs. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's just a modern times thing or a pandemic thing, but it's kind of surreal, yeah, It's honestly. surreal and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> it's really annoying. It's like, oh, I got off my phone to, like, listen to the radio and now I'm listening to the same song. So much of the radio is turning on, like, a popular station and being like, oh, what song is this? And then it gets to the chorus and you're like, oh, I heard this on TikTok, but I only heard 15 seconds of it. Yeah, so or it's a song that you heard when you were in middle school and you listened to the radio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no in between. That's the other thing, is that, like... Definitely, the charts are broken right now. Yeah, and like it's not like it's not like the '90s where they're like not keeping track of what's actually popular. But the state of what what people are consuming and how they're consuming it has changed so rapidly because of TikTok, because of the pandemic, because of all this that um, it's just a situation where. You know, I mean, there are two songs climbing the charts right now, one by The Weeknd and one by Sia, both of which came out in 2016 and weren't wow. hits at the time. The The only, like, pop album releases that were, like, lasting breakthroughs on the charts were Beyonce, Kendrick, and Harry Styles this right. year. Like, like on, on a version in a year where Running Up That Hill can be the number three yeah. song in the country. Yeah. What is stopping? What what's keeping heat waves out of the top twenty? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's well, fair. What should be stopping it is that it's not good. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> At least running up that hill is a fucking song. banger. Even if I yeah. can't listen to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also think it's like generic songs do well anyways, but yeah. generic songs do really well for fourteen year olds yeah um Mm -hmm. and so when uh again in a a chart powered by tiktok the most generic song that can be duetted by the most people and relate to it is what's going because again like exactly appealing to a wide audience is not an like an issue inherently Mm -hmm. um but when appealing to that audience is what gets content out of that song yeah it matters a lot (laughs) yeah it's a weird era yeah yeah I, I think you, you've hit on a way in which Heat Waves is kind of accidentally brilliant because <laughs> weird songs weird songs blow up on TikTok all the time. Oh, yeah. right. Sometimes, if you look at like the 2010s where like the radio was really just controlled by record labels, like, like what was popping on the charts, like 2010. weird stuff can come out of that too because they don't really have anything to go off right. of. But Heat Waves is the kind of generic uh trap pop 
bittersweet mush that radio DJs like and that uh, Spotify algorithms like yeah. because they are like kind of everything and nothing. Mm-hmm. And is also, it's the perfect kind of generic for all three. It's the perfect kind of generic for streaming yeah. and for radio and for TikTok. It's, yeah, it's the perfect song you can add a different song to when yeah. it drops <laughs> yeah. to make it feel like you're feeling <laughs> Feel like a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like if the beat dropped on Heatways and it went into like actual glass animal actual lyrics, glass animal. I'd like, be like, oh, this damn. goes crazy. Like, but it just goes into us. like some guy yeah. talking about having heat stroke. And I'm like, I, <laughs> like bro, get some water. Bro, literally bro, drink some water. Drink some water. Yeah. yeah. God damn. <laughs> so, are there any finishing thoughts that we have before we wrap things up? I totally forget what it was. Oh, I was going to say, um, sorry that I'm dominating the conversation with Dreamers and Dreams lore. Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's important. And it's interesting. I, what I was going to say is that when we speak to like generous, generic songs and, again, content coming out of generic songs because of the fact that people can relate to them and then make content out of it. When you have a fic to go off of, and now everyone can relate to it because they've all read the fic, it's even more. Because maybe you didn't relate to the song before, but now you can because you can cosplay a character and really relate to it. Um, Mm. And, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, (laughs) that's all I had to say on that, is that, like, making a song that's generic is one thing, making a song that's generic, and then everyone knows, like, can all relate to one collective feeling due to content that comes out of it is a completely different thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, my last thoughts are kind of like, I don't know. I feel it. Yeah. I kind of, I'm not that surprised that it happened. I'm definitely annoyed, but like, whatever. I'm not surprised it blew up. I am surprised that it's going to be again, like you said, the one of the, number one songs of all time yeah. in some way it's like, like when, that's bad yeah yeah like when like <laughs> yeah like when i saw we as i was certain this is sort of related as we were looking at the charts trying to figure out what like number heat wave was at and like yeah. what else was there i like found this weird article that kept giving taylor swift credit for being like the first woman to do a bunch of things in music yeah. and it got me so mad and i was like you know what heat waves doesn't matter anymore like, stop <laughs> kissing taylor swift's ass yeah so maybe this is good for one thing and so, then it's yeah, gonna make maybe, glass animals blow up yeah maybe yeah at least it's a good band yeah like at least it's not a bad band <laughs> at least it's at not, least Taylor it's not another industry plan or like like at right. least this is some weird british guys yeah like go listen to uh, a glass model's entire discography um, yeah that's my closing they notes. yeah they, they do they do make stoner music. listen to pork soda they listen do. to the other side of paradise go watch some animation memes on youtube yeah if you're gonna um, listen to heat waves at least do it while watching someone's animation so they can get some credit for right it. <laughs> So they can get some monetization. Everyone go watch. I, I can't think of a specific artist, but you know. I wish Sadis made a Heat Waves animation. No, no I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I just have to think about, like, what the, <laughs> the, the, the future implications. Oh, yeah. But, like, we were, yeah. we were already talking about, like, what the next Glass Animals album is going to sound yeah. like. I, I, I bet they're writing it right now and they're laughing. <laughs> like, they're like this is gonna, <laughs> like, this is gonna be so, so funny bad. well even like 
I know the album came out before the fic, but the fact that it's called Dreamland is kind of just the nail in the coffin. God, it's I very, never, very that never to occurred me. to me. It's very, very fun. Because, like, initially when I heard Heat Waves and when I read it, um, I thought that the album came out after, and I was like, this must suck. Uh, so, like, make this whole album, and then, but, like, even then, I can't imagine being Mr. Glass Animals and, like, seeing this and then looking at the name of my album and then, like, kind of wanting to kill myself over it. Their next album is gonna be Anything But Dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Their next album is gonna be about Genshin Impact. (laughs) (laughs) Or they they gotta get the But then it's also, like... You're gonna get K-pop collabs. Yeah. You also have to think about, again, the cultural reach of dream fans that this has been been proof positive for and what that means for like if someone wants to have the next heat waves they have to go to the dream fans first no (laughs) (laughs) they have to personally talk to dream himself yeah it's it just it keeps reminding me of the voltron fandom where it's like well (laughs) well it also is very funny because dream does make his own music and the fact that dreams music was not the thing that the yeah. Dream SMB fandom boosted up to the like number one spot on the Billboard Top 100. Wait, actually, that <laughs> is real. Like, damn, Dream, like, your dream, music shit. Dream, looking at Heatwaves trending, like what? The and fuck being like, I make music. <laughs> I make music about my feelings. <laughs> like, right. like, you could have written a fanfic about, about my feelings that I'm telling you in this song that I wrote. No, that might have been a little weirder. It would have been Especially funnier. if there was sex in there. <laughs> if there was sex in there. Dream Sauce Remix fanfic. I will write that right I now. will write it right now and we'll get it to the Billboard number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glass Animals next song will be called Mask Sauce Remix. <laughs> Featuring Sat. I hope their next album is just called He's Ugly. Hashtag He's Ugly. He's Ugly. I think that would be so that would be really funny. Good. Hashtag He's we call Ugly. We face reveal. By class. It's just all yeah. dream run. Yeah. <laughs> Speed run. Caden and River, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, this has been a joy ride. This is so fun. I like talking. Yeah, I do <laughs> like talking about things that I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah. River, you are welcome back anytime. Oh my you God. You already know you're welcome back anytime. I like talking about things. Um, <laughs> to those of you who have been listening, thank you so much for joining us. If you like the show, you can uh, subscribe to my Substack or Spotify or follow, you know, whatever it is on the place you're listening to this uh you can also rate it and you can share it with your friends that's one of the best things you can do and i will see y'all next week thanks besties swaggy so slay so slay I disagree, Gary.